Welcome to another edition of Market Impact Insights, your podcast source for business leadership perspectives to help your business grow. Hear from experts in marketing, sales, business strategy, and more with practical advice for business success. Make sure you won't miss the latest episodes by visiting marketimpactnow.com. Now, here's your host, Dan Albaum. Welcome, everyone. On today's program, we're going to focus around process. And what I mean by that is a sales and go-to-market process where marketing and sales organizations come together to optimize top end of funnel development and help businesses grow. And joining us to talk about this today is John Flannery, founder of Flannery Sales Systems, who works with companies around the world to optimize their go-to-market process. John, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Dan. Pleasure to be on the line with you today. So, John, to start out, can you help us better understand your own personal journey through professional selling and and your focus around helping companies optimize their go-to-market process? Sure, Dan. Uh, I have 31 years of sales, sales management, and business owner experience. The first 10 years in my career were working for big companies, then went into the wireless industry, the nascent days of digital wireless, and worked on the direct selling team, and then subsequently opened up a dealership where we sold uh, digital handsets and services. Thereafter was the vice president of sales of a professional services company in the language translation business. Then I started Flannery Sales Systems. So 13 years in this business where we help our customers to refine and implement the repeatable process to drive revenue. So when we talk about sales process in the context of a business-to-business focused company, what exactly is it and why does it really matter? Well, process is seen throughout our lives, Dan. Before I get to a sales process, I would just say the specifics around process, and I get asked this question a lot, is what is it? It's simply a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve an outcome. There's a process that we follow to get on the freeway in the morning. There's a process surgeons use to replace joints. There's a process to get our kids out the door to school in the morning. When we think about sales process, sales process is the steps, the tools, and the skills that are needed to drive an opportunity from lead to revenue. And that's what we work with our customers on. What are the steps, the tools, and the related selling skills to move an opportunity through or disqualify an opportunity? And the importance around having an objective format to do that, I'll ask customers who may have 200 field sales personnel in the absence of process around how they develop and close opportunities, in the absence of a way to do that, how many different ways might they have? And the answer is 200, because they might have each seller following a different way to go through those critical steps from lead to revenue. We're not trying to create robots with process, but we are trying to allow them to rely on some objectivity to move an opportunity through their pipeline, through their sales cycle, 
in a consistent capacity. It, it helps the organization to leverage successes, to learn from failures, and to have some semblance as to what the highest probability opportunities are that they should be working on. And clearly, John, this is not a simple flash cut type of experience. This is something that takes some time and some focus to best implement. What are some of the biggest obstacles you've seen to companies improving their overall sales process? The, the biggest obstacle, Dan, is, is embracing the status quo. It is not being willing to make a change in the way that organizations create their commercial strategy, the way they develop their go-to-market strategy. It's been 10 years since the onset of the Great Recession, and some organizations have still not adapted their, their selling, how they face the market, how they go through those critical steps. Um, and whether that's experience or whether that's those who are unwilling to make a change, that's the biggest obstacle that organizations face. Um, some have learned the hard way and have just been um, competed out of businesses, but I, that's the biggest challenge that we face is the willingness for those to adapt and change and embrace um, what's happening on the buying side because selling process is really more about buying than it is selling. And at the top of the program, I talked about the concept of go-to-market process as a way to bring sellers and marketers together. So marketers also play a very big role in this, don't they? They do indeed, Dan. And, and we've had the pleasure of working together before and understanding how important it is that marketing and sales are synced up. The one thing I will say is the important first step is to separate the strategic marketing from the tactical marketing. And I'm not saying companies, my customers should separate those things. They need to sync those up too. But for execution of sales process and really process for anyone in a customer-facing role, the tactical marketing is critical. So we have to get the specifics down of how the products and services that our customers are positioning, creating, and selling, how they're used by their customers. And, and this is taken down to a very granular level of one conversation at a time. So that's the part that we work with marketing on, particularly field marketing, providing the reinforcement, the conversation tools to sellers to how those conversations are held. I'm not saying the other functional roles in marketing aren't important. They certainly are. Um, they're critical to the success of an organization. But when we say coordinating sales and marketing, it's the tactical marketing piece with input from sales, with feedback from sales as to what's working for the customers in the marketplace. The first place we start, and we've done this with you, Dan, is what does the prospect profile look like for a particular product, service, geography that a customer is going to pursue? The other part of this that's really important to help foster and build that relationship is the transparency around metrics and accountability, not just on the sales side, but on the marketing side. So, John, you've probably seen that a lot as well, where as the sellers see that the marketers have also stepped up and committed to specific results that are similar to the kind of commitments they make on the sales side, then that breeds just more confidence and, and a better relationship. Well, it, it does and it will. 
And um, sometimes it also creates tension, Dan. Sometimes there's not always agreement in this capacity. And I think some of that tension is very healthy uh, to have in place. But in order for marketing to do their primary function, to execute the primary function, which ultimately, if you look at it, is to shorten the sales cycle. I've said that to marketers before who didn't appreciate that. But it's really what we're trying to do. We're, we're all pulling on the same rope. We have to show each other, the teams have to show each other what the metrics are that they're driving towards and how they're doing and getting there. You can provide all of the great NQL, marketing qualified leads that, that come from a trade show or from a web campaign. But if they're not getting processed correctly by sales or if sales is not part of the build of the criteria that are used for those NQLs, that the SQL, the sales qualified lead on the other side, is going to be skewed. So they've got to share the information. We've got to go into this understanding that we agree on what the approach is, here's what each side is going to do, and then to give that feedback. You've been in forecasting calls, I've been in forecasting calls, which are all, always somewhat of a guess because we have to predict the future, where those metrics aren't clear. And if that's the case, we're starting off on the wrong foot. So, John, as we start to wrap up our conversation, what overall advice would you give to sales and marketing leaders that are thinking about heading down the path of process improvement? I would say that the leaders of those teams first need to get specific on what the commercial or go-to-market strategy is. I, I work with a gentleman in, a, in another business who helped with strategy, helped with leadership. He helped companies to build cultures. And he felt that the go-to-market or commercial strategy needed to be boiled down to two pages. Now, not all of the nitty-gritty on how they're going to go after the specific markets, but the commercial and go-to-market go strategy down to two pages. And that's very challenging because it forces both sales and marketing to make deliberate decisions. Mark Twain said if he had more time, he would have written a shorter letter, meaning that it has to be concise, it has to be tight. So I think that's the first thing um, that we have to agree on. Once that is agreed upon, we can come in and we can help with the how, because the commercial strategy will decide who is the customer, what they're going to do. We now come in with the how we're going to go out to identify, quali qualify, develop, and close those businesses. But in order to do that, we have to agree on what those targets are, the methods that we're going to go after them. Once we have that in place, we can help to define or refine what the process would look like, Dan. And, and all organizations have sales process. It's just whether it's formal or informal, how tightly held it is by going through and developing team members. But the key parts are at the top. We have to get some agreement around what that build looks like. And we can then help with the execution. That makes a lot of sense. John, any other suggestions for where our listeners can go for more information on the topic of sales or go-to-market process improvement? Certainly. Uh, we'd be pleased to share. We're, we're blogging on a regular basis. We're creating uh, research and case studies that can be found on our website, which is drive-revenue. Com. It's drive-revenue.com. You could also reach me directly with area code 
1-800-227-7039. And we're also, Flannery Sales Systems can be found on all the social media sites, LinkedIn, Twitter, so on and so forth. So we welcome an inquiry. John, thanks again for joining us today. Dad, thank you and have a great week. And a reminder to visit marketimpactnow.com for the latest in business leadership perspectives. Until next time, so long.